What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Felicia Jasmine, coming back to you with another episode of College by Her, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, y'all know we start off with a small win, so let's get right into it. My small win from the fat from the past week is that I have officially reached a full caseload at work, which means that I no longer have to accept new clients, which is a win because that officially means I'm out of the cycle of meeting new people and now I just can continue to work with the 12 kids that I see every week. So that's a small win for me. Some of y'all shared y'all small wins. One person said getting an A on their first college exam. Another person said maintaining an A in one of their classes. And someone else went to the gym four times last week. Those are all wins if you ask me and I'm here for all of it. So please continue to share your small wins with us at the end of every week. And let's go ahead and get into something dope that y'all should check out. So... Unless you're living under a rock, I'm sure you've heard this for what is now probably the 50 millionth time, but Tyler Perry. Like, that's all I have to say. In the past week, month, whatever, I'm sure you've been seeing it all over social media, is that Tyler Perry Studios had this grand opening in Atlanta. Um, So please go over to Tyler Perry Studios on Instagram. That's at Tyler Perry Studios. And just, like, read some of the captions. Go look at the pictures. Um, I think they're beginning to, like, provide a lot of insight on kind of how the event came to be and just different little nuggets of information um how many acres like 330 acres how he acquired the land like what it was like to get I think they had over a million flowers for the grand opening and on the Friday before the grand opening he threw a huge party for all of his employees like just craziness black excellence on another level honestly amazing so just go over to his instagram at tyler perry studios or his instagram at tyler perry um and just go look at it it's inspiring thoughtful intentional we posted something about it this week um on college by her's instagram and i'm honestly just still in amazement so go over to instagram check it out and i mean support someone dope this week because it's free So last week's episode of the podcast was definitely one of my favorite by far. Um, And a lot of people agreed saying that they just had a lot of experience with fear. Like fear is something that everybody has experienced. And it was so nice to have those concrete steps on what to do with fear and really combat it. And so that just made me happy that the episode was received well. And I really loved it. I'm glad y'all did too. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, please go ahead and do that. And also be sure to share with some of your friends because anybody can use a word on fear. All right. So as far as this week goes, I want to talk about fall break. So y'all know I like to mix it up on the podcast. I don't ever want things to get too serious. So I know last week fear was a kind of deep topic. Um, So this week I wanted to lighten it up a little bit and chat about fall break because for some of y'all it's like here right now and for some of y'all it's coming up. So why not talk about it? And I had a great conversation with a girl who's in college about it last week and it just fit perfectly so I was like why not um so as you all know fall break is exciting for multiple reasons because for some people it's the first time that you get to you know go home spend time with friends who don't go to your school spend time with family or just to have a mini break from classes for what is the first time since the semester has started and so with enjoying fall break one thing that came up in the conversation I was having with someone was 
What is it like to go back home for the first time since you've been on your own? And you may be thinking like, what is she talking about? But for anybody who is listening to this podcast who is in college or like has been in college and kind of knows what I'm talking about, you get it. It's an interesting dynamic that takes place when you go home or stay at home for the first time since being in college. And the reason for that, um, you know, is because like now you're a young adult, like, you know, you're not the same um, high school student that you were a few months ago. And so now just you being a young adult, you've been on your own for some months. You're used to coming and going as you please in your dorm. Maybe you stay up till 3 a.m. and you and your best friend eat pizza or maybe you've been, you know, drinking alcohol or just doing whatever it was that you wasn't doing when you was at home. And so all of these things, I think, just make for an interesting conversation when it's time to return home because, I mean, what's going to happen? So... Being that fall break is only like a few days. I know for some schools, it's like a Thursday and a Friday or some schools do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what have you. Um, Fall break to me, I've always looked at it as like a short, um, it's like a short break that gives you the boost you need to then get through the rest of the semester to get to Thanksgiving. Because, you know, Thanksgiving is a month and some change a little bit after fall break. And so for me, it's just always been like the perfect snapshot of what the holidays may look like and um I'll speak from personal experience so with this lovely fall break that I had like the first year that I went back of course it was a question of like you know do the same rules apply now that I'm in college like do I still have to be home by a certain time like what what is going on and so depending on you know, your relationship with whoever it is that you live live with, you know, y'all can communicate about that. But I think for me, it was just funny because I came home with the assumptions of like, girl, I'm grown, you know, period. <laughs> um, and I mean, one could imagine that maybe didn't go over quite as well. Um, but yeah, communication was just something that I kind of had to talk to my mom about for my situation. I was like, okay, so do I like still have a curfew? Which is interesting because to keep it honest, in high school, I didn't really have a curfew because I didn't have a car in high school. So if I was like out with my friends and we were doing whatever, most of the time I was spending the night at their house because nobody was dropping me back off at home at 11 midnight. So I was either spending the night where I was or... I had my mom's car, which was um, very rare. So I don't, I didn't really have a hard curfew. I remember having the whole conversation about curfew prom night, um, which was like a big deal, but I didn't really have a curfew outside of that. So, but anyway, so coming home for, you know, fall break, it's one of those things of like, if I want to go hang out with my friends, like, do I have to ask you or do I, or do I tell you? That was a big thing for me because... (laughs) It's and it's just funny now. That's why I keep laughing because looking back on it, it's just an interesting experience. But I won't be like, you know, so I'm, am I asking for permission because I'm a young adult, like 19, 20, whatever, or it's your house. So do I still need to ask for permission or do I just like tell you that that's what I'm doing and hope you're OK with it? That was just a process that I think everybody kind of goes through. And that's with or without college, like just as you're growing up. Um, 
just regular things that maybe things you did used to ask your parents for permission now you kind of just do or now you let them know that you're going to do it as opposed to asking and then hearing their response so that's something that in general i feel like young adulthood into adulthood is a transition and you know everybody deals with it differently because of course everybody's parents and situations and home life all that stuff is different but I just wanted to put that out there as, you know, something that may come up when you go home for fall break or even for the holidays. And I've heard a lot of stories um, from just different people about how, you know, when they go home for the holidays, because especially Christmas, most college people are home for like a month or so. Um, And so, you know, people have told me stories of like, yeah, like I told my mama, you know, you can't give me no curfew. And so for some people that might work. For some people, not so much. So going back to my personal experience, it wasn't even as much about the curfew because I really don't be out, out like, like, I feel like I be out with my friends, but I'm more of like a daytime, early evening type person, not really like a, I'll be out till 3am type person, but that's just me. Um, but going, going back to other things that came up when I came home, it wasn't even so much curfew as much as it was other things like. For example, I would assume that like I would have dinner or that I would be taken into the dinner plans. I would be taken into account. So I would like come home and be like, hey, ma, like, you know, you know, I'm here for the weekend or I'm here for the week, whatever. Like, what's for dinner? And she would <laughs> she would say something like, you know, oh, I ate at work or oh, I have leftovers in there from yesterday that I'm going to eat or you know, I'm actually going out with a friend for dinner. Like, it would be something. I would just kind of be like, so dang, I guess I got to find my own dinner. And so I don't know if that's just me being obsessed with food because food is very important to me in my life. But like that was what kind of had hit home for me. Like, okay, so I'm a young adult now. Like, you know, you don't have to feed me. You don't have to do anything. And so when I come home, like I really, you know, I got to be in charge of making sure I got dinner. And that's not to say I'm not out here acting like my mama did not provide. But, you know, I'm just saying coming home for a weekend, my mama's mindset isn't going to switch to automatically making sure I got everything I need when for the past few months and few years, for that matter, you know, she'd been kind of living her own life. So for me, that was a big thing coming home and, you know, maybe not having no home cooked meal unless I ask. And that kind of goes back to the communication piece. So I would just assume like, hey, I'm coming home. You're going to cook or hey, I'm coming home. We're going to do this when it's like if I didn't say, hey, mom, coming home this weekend, I would love for you to cook. Then it probably wasn't going to happen. And so I think um, I like just assumed a lot of things would be either the same way or different or whatever when I came home on breaks and unless I spoke up my feelings was just gonna be hurt because I would be driving to Chick-fil-a at night like let me go get me a kid's meal because I guess ain't nobody cooking um and that was just an interesting experience for me and for other people it may be different but I just wanted to share that with y'all and so depending on how you communicate what your rules were what kind of things were inspected um, I know something else that came up in the conversation I was having with my friend was drinking Um, so for me before college I the first night I ever tasted alcohol well aside from like an experimental time back in maybe like ninth grade or something Um, The first time I drank alcohol was prom night. Yeah, so that was, I was 18. Well, how old was I? 
well 17 probably about the time no I was 18 so 18 um and then I also like had tasted alcohol before I went to school because you know my sister didn't want me to like somebody to put something in my drink or like just wanted me to know different things so I had had alcohol and then freshman year I went to college and I like had alcohol or whatever so the question came up in the conversation that me and my friend were having of like so when you went home, like, did you kind of make this a known thing or did you not say anything? So if they were drinking wine, did you ask for some? Did you act like you had never drank? Like just kind of how did I, she was asking me how I maneuvered that situation. Um, and so from my personal experience, the whole, um, my mom knew that like my sister had me like taste alcohol and all that stuff. So she had knew that I had drank before. Um, and I think as far as like, I guess drinking at family functions because that's what the girl was asking me about. I I don't think I did. Like I think if I like asked my mom, "Oh, can I taste your drink?" or I would ask or taste like my sisters and my brothers and like that was a thing, but I wasn't walking into the kitchen like, "Hey, I'm in college. I've been drinking, pour up a glass." You know, that just wasn't my that wasn't my experience. Now for other people, you know, whatever floats your boat and whatever you and your family do is perfectly fine. But I know for, for me, I really didn't like drink, drink, I think around family as far as like wine at family functions or mixed drinks or whatever. It was definitely like 20. And when I say 20, I'm talking about probably months before I turned 21. And then obviously once I was 21 after that. So, but once again, just my experience, but that was something that she asked me about. So, you know, goes back to how you communicate with your parents or the people that you live with and kind of you know what kind of deals y'all have set up around freedom around you becoming adult an adult and doing what it is that you want to do so getting back to fall break because i kind of got on a tangent there um some things to do on fall break that I feel like are always helpful and that my friends and I used to do and just other people said it helped them one is relaxing so as I mentioned earlier for a lot of people fall break is you know the first time where you haven't had any classwork in you know some months and depending on what college you go to especially like maybe you're swamped or maybe it's difficult fall break can really be a time to relax and have a break from that um and on the flip side fall break can also be a time to catch up on work if you're like oh my gosh I'm just behind every single week I'm never going to catch up before exams so to have those few days um, in there with no class and different things like that can be a time to catch up. But also on the side of relaxing, you know, use that time to maybe sit and watch a TV show or do something that you normally now don't have time to do because you're in class and going to all these million things. Maybe do one of those things over fall break. Get up with some old friends. If you go home, maybe like y'all have the same fall break in there you know home for the weekend too and y'all can catch up and talk about how college has been going all of that stuff going to the movies out to eat um just really i'm all about emotional wellness so like sleeping in listening to music like it can be basic stuff and so i think something else with breaks in college it can be easy to feel like oh my gosh i have to go on a trip like oh fall break like what are we doing this weekend where are we going even for spring break like i, I didn't go anywhere for spring break in college until 
my senior year, my junior and senior year, I went somewhere. But the other two, like, years, you know, everybody would be planning, like, oh, we want to go to Cancun, we want to do this. And that is all great, and I hope y'all have an amazing time. But for me, I want to go to Charlotte and go home and be on my couch watching TV and you know, going out to eat with my daddy for lunch every day for a week. That's my personal idea of a break. Um, and so some people might love vacation and traveling and that's great, but also just don't feel pressured of like, oh my gosh, I have to be doing something over break. You might just go home and chill or maybe one break you want to stay on campus because you don't want to go home. And so just don't fall into the pressure of feeling like you have to do something because relaxing on a break is just as great as doing something on a break. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, as far as emotional wellness and all that stuff goes, you know, take care of yourself. If you have 8 a.m.s all the time and you never get to sleep in, like use fall break to sleep in. And it really just gives you a big boost to get to Thanksgiving because once you come back, it's Thanksgiving and the semester is basically over, which honestly is crazy. We're going to look up, it's going to be exam time and then... At that point, it's January and it's spring semester. So really, time is about to be going by super fast as it already is. So just enjoy your fall break. Get some emotional wellness stuff in because October actually is Emotional Wellness Month. Shout out. So yeah, do something to take care of yourself. Enjoy your break. I hope it's amazing. And just remember that your college experiences are all up to you. And that is just the beauty of college that you get to create your own journey. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. And as always, follow us on College by Her on Instagram. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast, please DM us on there. Next week, we have an exciting announcement to make. I cannot wait. Exciting news is dropping next week. So be on the lookout. Um, make sure you're following us on IG so you find out about all of the good stuff we have going on coming up. Also, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't because you've made it to the end of another episode and I'm oh so grateful. Turn on those notifications as well and you can leave a review if you're feeling real nice, all right? Um, so just please share this episode with a friend, share every episode with a friend, catch up, all that good stuff. I definitely appreciate y'all and I hope y'all have an amazing week. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.